um, my umbrella, Eller, Eller, A, A, A. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Random Horror Show. I am your host, Casey Lacey. What is going on out there? How y'all doing? Now, I've taken a little break, and plus, happy 4th of July to everyone out there. We are in observance of today. Um, you know, and then Sunday, it was nothing but firecracker weekend, firecracker weekend, y'all. So, that was like really, really cool. And I'm going to get into that. And of course, I got to say my little slicker spill and everything else like that. It's not a spill, but you know, we always introduce coming into the stage, coming onto the stage now. And here at the Random Horror Show where we talk about horror, science fiction, fantasy, cult classics in the obscure, and movies, television, shows, and books. And thank you for listening, and you have really cheap taste listening in podcast, and you're here listening to this podcast. But happy 4th of July, we are in Zervans, I know everybody closed their shit down, some people worked, some didn't, I didn't work, you know what I'm saying? But I had a really uh nice time yesterday, and um I always said, you know, I come from a very uh, small rural East Texas town, <laughs> Bubba Hotel, <laughs> a nursing home in a in a small East Texas town. But my town is um, Henderson. We call it Hendo, or I used to call it the Baby H Town, because you know you got Houston. That's the big H town, H town, and then we the baby H town because we are connected by uh, the nice little highway of fifty nine two fifty nine. Um, and if you are very familiar with that, that is where a lot of people get busted with drugs on two fifty nine fifty nine. It's where a lot of people, <clears throat> you know, travel with drugs and stuff. It's a lot of bust. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. They usually tip them off. They're like, hey, this is, that's some crazy shit right there. But anyways, I'm like, why well, y'all don't take the back roads? But anyways. But I had a really nice time. And this is like something I really don't do. I don't go to my hometown's little fireworks, 4th of July shit. Um, I never, ever have in my whole entire life. And it's because, uh, I find my town to be boring as shit. But since like all the pandemic has happened, uh, it was really great. And to see, you know, people from town come into the park. There was vendors there, food, you know, food trucks. I had a brisket burger. And for y'all, like, a brisket burger is really, really great. I It was delicious to me. It reminded me of a buffalo burger. If you had a bison or a buffalo burger, and remember how you take that first bite, and it's real, uh, you know, it just melts in your mouth like butter, and the meat is not as... Uh, it's just very tender. It's more. It's extremely tender. 
than you know i mean yeah it's a brisket you know coming from a cow but uh whenever you eat like a regular hamburger patty and then you eat like a brisket patty coming you know the brisket comes off the cow like in on a different part i don't know what part that motherfucker come from but it was it it reminded me of a buffalo or a bison burger and i i li- i really liked the taste of it and it was really good i used to be vegan a while back but i you know i i control alt delete that um not everybody can be vegan but i did enjoy um including that lifestyle into my uh, diet and stuff but i really like uh, you know meat but not a lot because i mean i still love my steaks i really do don't get me started on that but i enjoyed the brisket burger they also had a band they had two bands at two or three bands there um they had lee mathis and was it like the uh rug, was it rugged handsome or something like that and he's like a really Lee Mathis is like a really good um he's a good performer and artist you know he's country music um little secret oh my god it's all out I do like country music I grew up on country music with a lot of you know I'm like new but my whole heart is like 80s new wave Depeche Mode Cure all of that but um i I do love country music, uh, not this whatever it is like going on. It's some of it's all right, but I'm more of like the old school stickler type with like Dolly Parton and George Strait. Uh, you know, you got uh, Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard is uh, another one of my favorites. Uh, of course, uh, when Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson and all them, when they got together, you remember, y'all remember the journeyman? Shit, that was like... Man, they were pretty fucking clean, though. They were. They were pretty clean as hell. They had Johnny Cash, too. They were clean as hell. Uh, yeah. They they were some... Yeah, I, I liked that. I liked them when they was together. Um, But they had um, a band called Elevation. And I remember seeing Elevation a couple times um, at a, at a place somewhere in Tyler or something like that. But they change, switch up, like, you know, different musicians and singers and stuff like that. But they were, like, actually really good. They covered, like, a lot of the pop songs, the top 40 songs. You know, that was, like, very, very popular. And they were really good. And they had and they had a brass section. And, you know, my man, you know, I don't know who he is, but he was playing the tenor sax. And I was like, oh, man, you know, he playing the tenor sax and everything. Because I played the tenor sax from high school to like college and actually it landed me a scholarship to be in the Kilgore College Ranger Band not the Rangerette Band I still get a little um iffy when people call the Ranger Band the Rangerette Band the Rangerette is a line dance you know group it's that's two different entities okay and I seen him on that tenor sax. He was pretty much, he was blowing on that motherfucker right there. And there was like two girls, they had like trumpets and stuff. And I was like, that is so cool. And, you know, they did a really great performance. Um, I noticed that 
the people that were there, like all the fireworks, it was very beautiful. It was awesome and stuff, you know, hooray, you know, America, you know, happy fourth and stuff like that. And, you know, it was really nice. And, you know, for something like this great to be like happening from all the shit from last year and people were just like just excited and to for it to be like a very small town they always complain about how boring it is and really it's truly is boring how like new stuff comes through and you know it leaves and I would love to see the growth of like my hometown to grow and prosper but you know there's some kinks and stuff like that in it but I think like the new blood need to come through and like they did Tyler and just really just make it grow you can still stay in the like the hometown uh close-knit you know everybody knows your name uh, uh Piccadilly Circus all that and everything but at least have something for the youth um from the older people even the people that are middle age and you know families there's singles there's divorced people you know have something for them also I mean not everybody is we go to church on Sundays and go to Walmart on Saturday nights you know stuff like that I mean you got to have something there for your hometown for the people to like really enjoy it and say like hey I really grew up in a great community the schools are great, yada, 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 the shopping's great, the food's great, you know, this, that, and everything else. I mean, there's a lot of uh, work with it, too. But, yeah, I danced my little motherfucking ass off, and I would look so cute. I had my little hat on. I'm looking like John Hammond off of Jurassic Park. I had my little white t-shirt on, you know. I mean, I look like a little teenage girl. I had my little denim booty shorts on. You know, booty, 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 booty everywhere. And I'm just sitting there dancing and sweating. And I'm having a good time. And I'm looking around. I'm like, why are these people not dancing and stuff? You just don't stand there. I mean, the music, the music is good. I mean, Elevation actually did a damn good job. of. I mean, this is a free concert. And a lot of the people just left after the fireworks because they just like, we don't care. You know, it's... We're sleepy and stuff. No, like party, like have a great time, you know, enjoy yourself, get to dancing, you know, get to singing and grooving because we have been in a, a shit storm of like, sh of all shit storms and get some happiness. And I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm not going to the club or anything else like that and you know, I'm, you know, I'm, club scene is all like, it's already out for me. I mean, why not? I enjoy a live band as it is anyways. So I had my fun. I sweated. I danced. I bopped around. Titty shaking, booty shaking, and everything else. You know what I'm saying? I am happy as a lark. And I wish Christy was there. Oh my God, Chris, Christy, you should have been there because like me and you, we would have been, been acting damn fool. And dancing and just, just having a good time. Everybody just standing there like, oh. Until, like, at the end, when the band is, like, about to close out and stuff, that's when everybody started to jump up and go, okay, let's go ahead and dance. Like, is it okay? I think it was just more of, like, of an embarrassment thing. Like, 
if I dance, I will look stupid. I will look like a fool. I mean, come on, man. I look like a damn fool, my damn self. But I didn't care because I was happy to do it. And I love dancing as it is anyways. Not good for my left knee since I had uh, an accident in roller derby practice. I used to uh be on a roller derby team and then I messed my knee up. So, yeah. So, it's it's a little, it gets a little tender every once in a while. But still, I keep my try to keep myself active and moving and stuff. But tonight's podcast, um, we just like just just talking and stuff. Um, especially with the Bruce Campbell month that I did, um, I really enjoyed it. There was like two movies I really really fucking hate about, uh, which is Sundown and My Name Is Bruce. Um, the other ones, you know, everybody loves them, you know, enjoys them. I mean, even Maniac Coffin or anything. Um, but it's just like, I really had so much fun and just doing them. But, um, you know, I'm just going to talk a little, you know, touch a little bit about them and stuff. Uh, especially the last one with, uh, my name is Bruce. My God, my name is Bruce. It's just. It was like a really good concept. It really was. It was really, it was a real good concept. And I seen that. I mean, I seen that a mile away. I really did. I mean, it's it's kind of like in the same thing with uh, the movie of being John Malkovich. And that, and you know, of course, there was in John Malkovich's brain, you know, and, and all that. And the real John Malkovich was in this movie. And it was a great movie. It was odd and very surreal. I totally uh, dug it. But my name is Bruce. It just like, it was there. It was there kind of like had that being John Malkovich uh, uh, tenure with it. But for it, it could have worked if like... For, I wouldn't say because of like the low budget of it. I would say it was the way how it was. I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to put my finger on it. It was the way how it wasn't like it. It, it was like you seen it, but it didn't capture what the whole. Uh, the whole, the whole story of it. I mean, you had the story, but it was like so weird because it was like, why is it having like a lot of plot holes? But then it didn't have. But I'm like, I'm like, it worked. What it did, it worked against itself. That's what my name is Bruce. Did. It worked against itself, and I think it was because of like that vision just did not. Um, you know, it didn't pan through like it wanted to. I mean, and then I could tell like it was struggling really hard to like get it to, uh, to, it would have been a really, uh, great, great, it, instead of like having, you know, just a basic ass, it wasn't even like a average, you know, it was like motherfucking like, 
D minus or just a straight up ass D going to a F for fuckery. And that's what it was. It was just straight up fuckery. And I was just like, wow. And it was written and directed by Bruce Campbell. But I didn't think, I think the whole uh, vision of that movie was not properly executed. And I mean, it was really great. You know, you seen Cheryl, you know, of course played uh, Cheryl in um, Evil, Evil Dead, the Evil Dead. And um, she was also in Ash versus Evil Dead. And then you had old dude who was hollering Bobby Joe. He was in it too. And it was really great to see Ted Raimi also. And I think what it, and it was just lost in translation with it because Ted Raimi played like few characters in that movie. But it was just, I guess it was, to me, I think it just came out in a wrong decade. I think it would have, I mean, because it came out in 2006, 2007. I believe if he would have, like, moved it to, like, 2003, 2002, and because it would catch on to the, uh, the, the wind, t- the tail of, like, Army of Darkness. And then, of course, he did some other movies in between Army of Darkness because it came out in 1993. Now... If he would have done maybe like right in that time period, I mean, I know he was doing Jack of Trades. He was also, uh, you know, guest appearing in Xena Warrior Princess. I know he guest appearance in Hercules. So he was doing many of projects and it did felt very rushed um, because of, you know, his he had a busy, hectic schedule. And when he was doing Jack of Trades, Jack of Trades was really funny. And it was so fun. It was a fun, fun show. And he didn't take himself seriously. But it was so fun and just, like, entertaining. But you was just like, wow, this is so cool. I believe he could have done that, like, after the win, you know, the tale of, like, Jack of all trades. Because he was getting so much steam. I mean, a lot of momentum. I didn't mean to say steam. A lot of momentum when he was like becoming so so popular and i believe that he waited too long from that and um like i said he could have done it in 2002 2003 right in that that even like even probably like till 2005 he could have like i mean i know like it takes a while to get scripts shit like that blah 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 but I think he would have really, really uh, uh, executed his vision with my name is Bruce uh, with 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 excellency. And it would have been like a meta uh, B movie within a movie of him playing himself like he did in My Name is Bruce. And it would have been like, I, I, th- I think it would have been hell of a lot better. But he just waited i mean i i'm the i'm not like i don't work for them or whatever you know i'm not all in that but i think he would have oh god he would have like really really i mean he's already like fucking popular and, and and just extraordinarily just 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 extraordinarily awesome as it is anyways but you know what sometimes you do have a funky 
a failed movie, you know? There's a lot of A-list actors that have funky failed movies and piece of shit movies. And sometimes those movies that they do, it was probably like, I just need to pay off the last bit of my student loans, <laughs> or I just need to pay off the mortgage on this house. You know, you, you had, I mean, or like, I got to do this so I can put my kids in college. And so like everybody's actually is entitled to do, they really are in a shitty ass movie, you know, couple shitty ass movies up under your belt. You got to have the good and the bad and the worst and the fucked up. And you got to have your excellent and everything else. Because when he did that and then, um, you know, he, he, he just like, not too long ago did Bubba Hotel, excuse me, and that was a B movie. And that movie was way better than My Name is Bruce. But he, but it, it was so weird because I'm like, you did Bubba Hotep and then you went to that and I was just like, the fuck? Man, I don't know. Maybe, he, I know he got, I mean, I know he got divorced and shit like that, but I don't know how that affects that and everything. But I don't know. Probably was going through some kind of rough. But then in a way, in a, kind of in a way, you know, because he was divorced in this movie. And I was like, hmm, maybe they had to do something with it. Hell, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, I can piece shit together like Velmop or the Scooby-Doo gang, but I'm kind of scratching my head like Shaggy and and Freddy and stuff. Like, what is it? What, what just happened? Um, um, of course, like I said, Bubba Hotep is a hidden gem. That is one of his um, best, best movies. And like I said, I'm so super happy that he's going to be in this next Doctor Strange movie. Um, he has also, uh, you know, I'm just going to mention some, um, just throw it out like some cameo. Um, he did it in a great cameo scene in Escape from L.A. And I know that it was a mixed bag on Escape from L.A. It was corny. It was goofy. But it still had that charm of Snake Plissken because I love when Kirk Russell plays Snake Plissken for real stuff. And he was the, the plastic surgeon when they went to Beverly Hills. And it was so hilarious because you can tell it was Bruce Campbell through all that prosthetic makeup. Whenever he cap they captured snake and they was like ooh, he was like oh what a beautiful blue eye you know he was like a butcher and stuff that was a really cool cameo uh, another cool cameo uh bet on like everything swear on crip um is the end scene of dark man uh, which is directed by sam raimi um stars liam neeson as a scientist who uh, met his fate, um, got his ass blowed the hell up, um, came back looking crazy and shit, you know, he was, um, synthesizing, um, skin, and he had the synthesized skin to, like, you know, to fool old Durant and shit, goddamn Larry Drake was, Larry Drake was a motherfucker on that damn dark man, and, um, uh, Larry Drake, um, yeah, sadly, he passed away and stuff, but Larry Drake was on L.A., what's that show called? 
LA some. It came on NBC. It was about those lawyers and shit like that. And Larry Drake played the uh mentally uh you know like handicapped person on there and he was a good character. He played the shit out of him. He was a good character on there for real. And when he played fucking Durant, oh my god. I'm like <gasps> Oh, man, I was like, snap, it's like, oh, like, slow dude from, like, L.A. Uh, lawyer uh, show on NBC, man, he playing a bad guy, man, then, of course, he played Dr. Giggles, too, shit, that damn Larry Drake was something else, though, and very, uh, he was a very accomplished actor, but, like, the badass, like, cameo scene is, like, when you see, uh, Bruce Campbell, you know, you seen his face, of course, you know, he's supposedly being um old old dark man dude, the scientist. And um you see him in the crowd of people and he just had that unforgettable, like handsome face. And I was just like, if you try to lose I'm like seriously, if you was in a real crowded, crowded ass uh concert and you had Bruce Campbell, like, in the middle of something, like, where's Waldo? Trust me, we will find you. Because he just have, like, a very good-looking, striking-ass face, as it is anyways. But but that cameo scene, and I was like, oh, man, oh, snap, it's Bruce Campbell. You know, when I watched Dark Man, though. Um, Wizard of Oz. What was it, like, the Wonderful Oz, the other one? Uh, I would call that... um. Evil Dead too, but with <laughs> with a Frank bomb twist. Oh, <laughs> uh, he he had a good cameo in there. Uh, Spider Man movies, of course. We we lived to see cameos of Bruce Campbell. Um, now I did not watch Burn Notice, and I heard he was like really good in Burn Notice, and uh, I think it was because it just threw me off because he was playing a dramatic role. But he really can play some dramatic ass um, roles. He really does. I mean, there's like, uh, you know, there's so much stuff that he has done. It's like really cool. And I think that's about my time right there. And I'm drinking some tea. And I have an event that is coming up um, this month. Um, with my other business, um, like I said, I am a brow expert and a brow specialist. I'm probably going to be doing a podcast on there. And then, of course, that one's going to be about beauty because I'm really big into beauty and then I'm in the beauty industry. And um, I'm going to be doing a, I'm gonna, probably going to be showing up with, with a podcast for that, you know, for the ladies and stuff. Of course, you know, I, I like doing shit like that. And... Uh, my event, the oh God, I'm I'm like so excited about it because it's like I have been working in the beauty industry off and on when I first started, and um, I was just like I'm so impressed of when I went self-employed and then you know I started to build up to become an entrepreneur. I'm still like in the baby phases, but now I'm like, I'm like toddler now. And now I have, 
I'm doing an, uh, uh, I have a booth table, a vending table and be selling products and, uh, giving out little lessons and stuff on brows. And of course I'll be, I'm doing people's brows, um, as it is anyways, um, half of like my raffle, um, sales is going to, uh, a lady in our hometown. Her home was burnt to the ground. They don't know what happened. Um, maybe, you know, old wiring or whatever, but her home is burnt to the ground and, um, half of those are going, um, to help her out. And she, uh, takes care of a mentally handicapped son. Um, he's around my age, but he is, you know, he can't do anything. He has cerebral palsy or something like that. And she takes care of him. And, you know, and that's the greatest thing about whenever you go into business for yourself or entrepreneur or whatever, <clears throat> and especially um, somebody that you know or or met or anything, and then something tragic happens and you're just like, okay, I'm going to, you think about like, I'm going to make this great amount of money. Uh, with my sales of my products, yes, I have. I do have brow products that I do sell, and I also do waxing, uh, men's waxing. Yes, I do wax balls and junk and everything, backs and shit like that. Um, skincare, I do facials too. Um, but when you are in a position for yourself of like to help somebody out. It may, it's not something of a pride thing or a glory thing. And it's because that you are giving something back. Because for me, I love helping people out. And I have been on both sides of the fence. I have been extremely, extremely um, poor. I have, um, you know, um, my mother was, um, an addict for 20 years and of course, um, you know, didn't bathe, you know, I didn't have like clean clothes, you know, and you know what? I still love my mother. I miss her to fucking death. I really do. She was, she was a very smart woman, but you know, she was, she's human. She made um, bad choices in her life, but whenever she got off, and, it, and like I said, I tell people, addiction is a mofo, and I'm just gonna let everybody know that, like, when you struggle with addiction and stuff, it's like a day-to-day -day battle, and, um, and of course, um, I have been on the other side of the fence where, you know, I had food in my belly and clothes on my back, you know, I, you know, I was spoiled and stuff like that. So I know that that side and that side too, um, cause I'm basically, uh, well, not now, there's no such thing as middle class, but I grew up very, very middle class and poor, extra poor, and middle class, so I come from like that to um, you know, uh, entities, you know, of that, and 
and I totally understand about tragic and loss and shit like that. I mean, my mom's house got burnt down too. Yeah, it's just, it sucks. And so with my raffle um, profits, you know, it's going to her. And, 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 and like I said, this is not about the glory. This is not all about the pride. It's not all about, I want to be big hot shot. Look at me and shit. This is like something that's coming out of, from my heart. And that's it, man. That's it. Because shit, you know, you can't. I don't, I don't know. It's really weird. Like, I mean, she has a GoFundMe too, and I'm just like, a hundred and twenty-five dollars, really? This lady just lost her house like three weeks ago. What's wrong with people? And of course, I know there are people that scam, you know, with the homeless dude, and and you know that shit up there in Jersey. That was real fucked up, and it fucked a lot of shit up for a lot of people that have GoFundMe's for real life situations and shit and and I was just like wow you know what if she can't get the money and donations like that I will donate part of my sales to her and there it is you know and 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 she and she's a nice lady she really is and you know She's around my mom's age. And, you know, I was just like, man, you know, I'm going to do what I can. That's it. She don't have to pay me back. I don't want to be paid back. I mean, that to me, if I have, like, the ability to give somebody a blessing like that, it's not to be like, I'm going to enter into heaven or I'm going to... It's just a more it's just a morality thing. It's just a moral thing to do. It's just a human moral thing to do. It just is. It, it it just really is. And that's one thing, you know, I really like about hometowns is that you do uh have a community where everybody can pull together and help somebody out. And so I'm very um grateful and you know have lots of gratitude of like being raised in a small town yes it's boring as fuck and everything else but it's like the values and the lessons and stuff is still inside me though i'm don't like my hometown but it has its pros and cons and stuff like that and i still enjoy it but um but that's that's just how i am you know i'm a fish out of the water here but, you know, it's time for me to go dip into the ocean <laughs> and find my own, find my own home. But, you know, with me just showing gratitude and, you know, appreciation that I did, um, you know, come from a very rural, small uh, Texas town. You know, it has its, um, it has its pros with it. It really does. It really, really does. And I'm very thankful for that. But anyways... That is enough of my funky-ass rambling and just think talking about Bruce Campbell. Um, and you know what I'm saying? Um, 
next show I'm going to be, you know, hitting up was probably with some John Carpenter and stuff because I totally enjoy John Carpenter movies. Um, also, um, rest in peace and dedication and, you know, to Richard Donner who um, has brought out Superman movies. Um, love Christopher Reeve. Richard Donner has uh, really put Superman on the map with his movies. And there's many other movies that Richard Donner has had. Uh, rest in peace to Richard Donner. Um, very uh, great, you know, director. Really, really great director. And he did, he did a really good job with um, Superman movies and um, a couple of other movies, too, um, that he has under his belt and credited right there so rest in peace richard donner but anyways that is enough of my time thank you for listening to the random horror show and y'all have a great night and thank you for listening